Today, we're going to be talking about the myths and the misconceptions that diabetes has. So, join me today as we'll talk about the misconceptions and all of the myths that diabetes gets here on Eating to Live with Chef Tyree. Welcome back, Chef Tyree here on Eating to Live, and thank you for joining me on episode six, titled The Misconceptions and Myths of Diabetes. Now, diabetes gets a rap on some things that are not true. For example, um, and not in any particular order, here's some of the misconceptions and myths about diabetes. And one of them is, in fact, I even thought it was part of it, but I mean, this one is not not necessarily all entirely true, but it does mess up your body and that, and I haven't said what it is yet, and let me get to it. Uh, one of the misconceptions are is that we eat too much sugar, and that's why you have diabetes. Okay, let's call that um, number one. That is a misconception and a myth about diabetes. Now, there's a whole other episode that uh, is still to come about uh, sugar versus carbs. And those are so intense and so much meat to digest that we're going to get to that coming pretty soon. But I wanted to go and talk a little bit about the myths and misconceptions about diabetes. And one of them is that you eat too much sugar. Basically, you drink too much soda, you eat too much donuts, you eat too much pastries, you, you, you eat too much desserts, you eat too much cakes, and that's the reason why you're diabetic. Now, that myth or misconception um, is, is just that. It's just a myth. But when we get into the uh, episode when we deal with sugar, now, sugar in itself is not good for you. And without getting too much into depth and uh, with sugar, because sugar is a whole big animal that we got to deal with, let's just say that sugar does a lot of damage to our vital organs. And it does have a little bit to contribute with the diabetes. But we're going to get into the um, specifics about sugar in a later episode. Uh, another misconception about diabetes is because you are overweight, as some other people may say. He's like, well, hey, mister, you must have diabetes because you're fat. That's why you're diabetic. Well, that's another myth, too. I mean, though weight does have a... Uh, uh, contributes to other types of uh, health disorders like uh, high blood pressure um, just because a person gains weight doesn't mean he or she is going to get type 2 or pre-diabetic uh, 
Having a body mass index of over 25 is just one severe risk factor of for diabetes. You know, it it can lead up to. But there are there are many overweight people who don't even have the disease. But still being obese and having a body mass index of over of 30 or more is considered to be a major risk factor and the increase in in getting diabetes or getting diagnosed as diabetic. Um, so there's a dramatic increase in obesity in the United States. And um, a lot of it has to do with the way we eat. Um, like I said in uh, the last episode, just because we go to the fast food restaurant doesn't mean we got to eat off the dollar menu. And that's just a, that's just a paraphrase, meaning that just because we go to the fast food doesn't mean, mean we have to get that Krabby Patty with some kelp fries and a, and a Dr. Kelp, <laughs> quoting SpongeBob there. But um, yeah, I mean, just the other day, uh, we were working in the pool the best we can. It was a nice warm day. Uh, my son and my wife were out there trying to get the pool ready for the summertime. And before you know it, lo and behold, it's already past, you know, the one o'clock time and we're getting a little bit hungry. So we went out and uh, um, didn't have the necessary ingredients that I needed to make a salad. But like I said before, fast food is not always fast junk because they do offer some alternatives to a healthy style eating. But most people choose not to do it because... Come on, seriously? You're going to go to a burger joint and you're going to get a salad? That's like, okay, well, for there's one particular chain and also all they make is burgers and fries. Yeah, you can't get a salad. But, I mean, if you're going to go to a burger place, most likely you're going to get a burger. But when you're eating to live, you want to stay away from that, that burger as much as possible. I mean, there's a way to eat the burger. I mean, like, like from beat diabetes on youtube with uh, dennis i say we need to experiment on our bodies to see what we can and cannot do now if i eat any kind of burger it's going to be wrapped in lettuce because the bread there's too much carbs and it's going to affect my sugar and so i stay away from it but i mean i still enjoy eating that burger but i don't have that bun i mean does the bun taste good of course it does is it good for me for me, no. It's going to affect my sugar levels way too high. But anyway, that's, I'm getting sidetracked here, but that's a whole different episode. But uh, that, another misconception, like I said, is uh, overweight. Another misconception is people do not take it serious. And I think that should be number one because there's a lot of people who think, eh, it's, it's just diabetes. I mean, they think of it as just the word. It's diabetes. It's like how can I? How can I make? I think I made uh, an analogy about the COVID nineteen. People say, "I don't need to wear a mask because there's no danger to me." I think they have this mindset because they don't see the virus. It's not going to affect them, or uh, or you know, or be affected by the disease and contracted disease. And diabetes is kind of similar in the same way where. You may not think, like me, you know, eating uh, the way I was 
uh, you know, working as an executive chef all my life, eating the way I was, I didn't become to weigh 300 pounds for no reason. I mean, I enjoy my food and I love my food and I still love food to this day, but I cook differently now. And up to a certain point, I mean, I took my diabetes serious, but I took it serious for what the doctor, the information the doctor was giving to me. And that information was based on his pyramid of food for diabetics, whole grain wheats, oats, uh, veggies, protein, uh, low fat. Well, come to find out that scheme of of trying to beat diabetes. Oh, oh, here's another one. Eat five to seven meals a day. Well, come to find out the whole thinking is incorrect, but that's a whole different episode. But we're get, we're talking about people not taking the diabetes serious and because they don't see the effects of it right away then they think well it's not doing me any harm so it must not be that bad Uh, or if they have diabetes they said well the doctor gave me this pill and he gave me this injection so if i eat that i can just inject myself or i can just take my pill that's not how we beat diabetes those are just band-aids but those are the reasons why some of the people don't take it serious because they don't see the effects. I mean, if we were to able to see the effects of food like instantaneously, would we eat those things? Probably not. And for me, being a type one who my insulin, my, um, excuse me, my pancreas produces very little insulin. And I'm, I'm really fortunate. I'm really glad that it still semi-works kind of so-and-so. But, you know, I rely on insulin because my pancreas does not work to 100%. So then those who are type 2 are, um, are, are, are not insulin dependent, but insulin resistant. But, um, but the seriousness is that as we look at these things, uh, of the seriousness about it, um, we think because we have these um, crutches or we have these things that we can lean on because we have this medicine that that's going to be our godsend. That's going to be our saving grace because I got medication, I can eat that. But no, that is totally wrong. And not taking it serious is a very, very misconception, uh, being mis- uh, not right. Uh, another one is um, having diabetes means you must eat foods that are different from everyone else. Well, to a degree, I want to say yes and no. Um, can you eat food that normal people eat and still be diabetic? I'm going to have to say yes, you can. If you're pre-diabetic, then I'm going to say yeah. Uh, like again, this falls to a whole different show about carbs and sugar. Um, the answer will be uh, yes, you can still eat the way you are, but you have to limit the portion size. It doesn't mean that all you can eat, I'm going to go to the buffet and graze like a cow. No, you know, you don't be no, 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 we're not cows. We were designed to eat uh, a certain types of food um, to sustain. Our, our bodies and uh, grazing on the buffet table until we are 
our our seams are bursting from every which end. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ate that whole pizza. Yeah, I can't believe I ate that whole pizza too. But, you know, yeah, in moderation. In mo- you know, if you're normally used to eating a whole pizza, try eating two slices. And maybe throw some veggies in there or some salad or, or some, some greens. Yeah, it's how you eat and what you eat. Can I eat a potato? Well, you know, if you're like a, a pre-diabetic, I'm going to say you probably can. But I wouldn't eat a whole potato. You know, I would say, well, start off with half of one. You know, decrease the amount of carbs. De- decrease the amount of carbs that are turning into sugar in your body. Like I said, that's a whole different show. But we're talking about foods that, um, that you have to eat different. Now, for me, being that I'm type 1, I avoid carbs like the plague because carbs and me with type 1 do not jive. So, for me, it's I keep my carb levels down to the very minimal. Uh, I shoot for 20 or below for the entire day. And, of course, you know, every food has some sort of some form of carbs, including avocados and celeries and greens, those things that are good for you, but they still carry carbs, but we end up calling them net carbs. Again, that's a whole different show about net carbs um, because we have fiber to offset them. And then we'll talk about those to another episode. But right now I want to focus on the myths and the misconceptions. And that's one of them. Yes and no. Yes, you can eat a... uh, a certain kinds of foods that normal people do, but you have to limit the portion size. And uh, they do have aids out there like portion size plates. You know, it doesn't mean go back three or four times and keep grazing a cow. No, but um, yeah, for the most part, the answer is it's a yes and a no, but that's a misconception. Uh, diabetes means that you automatically have to inject yourself with insulin. Well, that's another misconception. No, you don't. Uh, injecting yourself with insulin means you, that you are, are type 1 and you're uh, insulin dependent. That means that your pancreas no longer produces or it produces very little insulin, which means you will have to inject yourself with insulin to control the amount of sugar in your bloodstream. Um, type 2 uh, is a whole different thing. Um, and that's where we get to the misconception of of people automatically assume, oh, so you have to inject, right? Well, those people who are pre-diabetics, they can control it with uh, proper exercise, um, proper nutrition. Um, uh, proper nutrition requires you to know food, to know why it is that you eat that. And, you know, that's a whole different type of animal because here in America, and I'm sure in other parts of the world, you know, we've been eating like this all our lives. I mean, you know, you take the uh, Hispanic population in Mexico, you know, beans and rice. I mean, that's how I grew up. Beans and rice every single day with tortillas or tortillas. Orale, loco. But, you know, that's how we grew up, you know. You know, my mom comes from a country called El Salvador. We had this phenomenal bread called uh, quesadilla bread. And I'm not talking about quesadilla that we that they make in in Mexico, you know, with two pieces of, uh, of of a tortilla with cheese in the middle. But over there, they call that pupusa. But the quesadilla in El Salvador is a bread. Oh, I mean, it is 
I mean, I can't tell you. It's so good, but it's not good for you, especially for a type 1 diabetic. But, um, yeah, but it matters what you are putting inside that engine that God gave us. You know, it ma- it makes a big difference. You know, if you are trying to feel like a million dollars, you should not be eating off the dollar menu and feeling like crap. So, yeah, it matters what you eat and it's going to affect how you feel. It's going to it's going to make a big difference in how you react. Are you are you sluggish? You know, I'm sure if we pound all kinds of naughty foods, you know, we're like, man i feel like crap you know you got pizza od you know like odin on people od on drugs okay yeah you're odin on all those carbohydrates and all that stuff you're putting down yeah but you know people go to buffets they want to get their money's worth <laughs> it's like they they pound everything down but yeah i just wanted to focus on some of the misconceptions out there that people have about diabetes that automatically they assume oh you must be overweight buddy or look at look at the size that what do you call that thing in the middle of your what is it an island is that a continent of its own no doesn't be just because automatically you're overweight you're automatically diabetic you're diabetic no that's a misconception uh i know a lot of people who are skinny 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 and they're diabetics and it has a lot to do with their diets um so with that being said, I just wanted to throw this out there before I get into the other episodes where I start diving into uh, sugars and carbs. And I had one of my uh, one of my followers from Australia uh, said to me, oh, when are you going to start talking about what can we eat or what should we eat? Well, I wanted to pave a road. I wanted to pave a journey of speaking for myself of where I came from how I how I became to be what I am now what brought me to that and what I'm doing to combat that and we will get to those uh, types of foods that are good for you types of food you should avoid but right now I wanted to I wanted to pave that 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 path of because if I get ahead of myself and not talk about the for example future episodes of sugar versus carbs you know if i skip that all together and put it way down the line if i started off with the started off with this um, episodes and start talking about okay today we're going to have a recipe for example like on my youtube channel eating to eating to live channel on youtube on there i focus on food and and the recipes that I make about how to eat tasty food and make them taste phenomenal, but still keeping it a very, very low minimal carb intake so it not so it won't affect our sugar level. But it matters very much so of what you put in our bodies. And with that being said, I just want to thank you again for coming to my podcast, uh, Eating to Live with Chef Tyree. Thank you so much for uh uh, having the uh, pleasure of me uh, telling you my experience of diabetes, um, how I am was able to beat diabetes by eating properly, 
proper portion size and proper food and we will get to those things but like i said i wanted to pave the road of you know what brought me to that what gave it to me you know and uh, now we're at you know the misconceptions of diabetes and uh but soon we'll start talking like i said my uh one of the listeners was talking about you yeah, when are you going to start talking about what should we eat and all the good stuff you know and things we should avoid <laughs> i'm just I don't mean to make fun of the voice, but <laughs> but yes, we will get to those good eats. But I wanted to focus on the um, the you know like the unforeseen dangers of diabetes and and uh, what is what is diabetes and what is the difference between pre-diabetic, diabetic number one, diabetic number two. You know, we talked about those, and I think those had to be discussed first so we can start. So we can build a foundation and then now we can get to, okay, he covered the foundation now. Now he's going to get to the, the meat and potatoes, sort of say. And then we're going to get to the good eats and, and you know, keep talking about these things about diabetes. And like I said, in other episodes, I encourage you, test, test, test yourself. That's what it's for. It's not just once a day or it's not just. Uh, every time before you eat a meal no you need to find out what that meal does to you you need to find out first thing in the morning you got to find out do i inject or do not do i not inject do i take medication or do i not take medication how do we know that we got to test ourselves there's a lot of people out there who just automatically just pop that pill and begin to and begin to eat or shoot themselves with insulin and which i I, I say do not do this unless you test yourself because insulin is based on a sliding scale of, of what you're eating and what you're at. It's a whole, whole science. And we'll get to that one day. But I'm saying do not be misled or go off the, off the wagon by going off a myth thinking you, I can just not test myself or I can just test myself once a day or, or in the evening and that's it. No. You gotta test yourself. You gotta find out if I eat that apple, what's gonna do to me? Well, eating an apple, you, you just you just ingested 25 grams of carbs for a small apple. 35 if you're a bigger apple, not including the sugar it has to you. How is it gonna affect you? Well, diabetes is different for everybody. Di- food affects people differently. Um, uh, like Dennis from Beat Diabetes on YouTube, you know. He does a lot of experiments, and I really encourage people to go to his his channel on YouTube uh, and uh, search him. It's called Beat Diabetes, and he does a lot of tests. He, I mean, he goes really crazy. I mean, he goes he'll go and eat like three slices of bread and see what it's going to do to him. Me? Oh heck, no! I know what it's going to do to me. It's going to mess me up. I mean, but there are certain foods that you know you should not eat, and you and some foods you think, well, can I eat that? Well, you know what? test yourself test yourself before see what your baseline is eat it come back 30 minutes later test yourself again come back an hour uh, you know an hour completion and see if you peaked and see where you're at you know is, is it really jacking you up if it's gonna if it's gonna shoot you up then you know well i probably should not eat that so and then after another 30 minutes test yourself again you want to see is it going back down or is it still going to stay up so yeah Due to uh, uh, contrary uh, beliefs out there of what certain people may think, I mean, I think about testing, 
it is a necessity for a diabetic to always test himself. And they got some fancy gadgets out there, and I'm still trying to get one. They have one that goes, I believe, on your like on your tummy, um, and it it measures your sugar intake. Uh, I'm not too sure how it works yet. I'm still trying to find out. But instead of poking yourself, it's already on your on your body, and it just constantly just reads your sugar level, and you can just see it by a, either like a, 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 a some kind of an app or the, or some kind of device on your wrist where you can constantly just measure. And I can't wait to get that. I'm still waiting for that. And cause, yeah, I hate to poke myself. It's like yeah, who likes to poke themselves with a needle? Because I sure don't. <laughs> but anyway. I really want to thank everyone for joining me on this episode, episode number six, The Myths and Misconceptions of Diabetes. I am Chef Tyree, and thank you for joining me here on Eating to Live. <laughs>